What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow our socials linked down below. Um, our challenge videos will be back this week with the blind rankings, draft videos, overrated, underrated, etc. So make sure you guys subscribe for the YouTube shorts. Follow our TikTok and Instagram for the Instagram reels. And uh, as always, audio listeners, if you guys, or not if you guys, if make sure you guys download uh, the podcast and rate it and review it as well. Um, this is take two. Take as two. As you guys could tell from our in like, twi- Twitter. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> or from our Twitter post and uh, Instagram story and YouTube community post. Tech issues. We actually had a whole episode recorded uh, on Sunday night for Monday. And I absolutely destroyed the laptop. Somehow. Just destroyed <laughs> but it. But destroyed, he didn't physically destroy it. I wanted to physically <laughs> destroy it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll... It's going to be a similar pod like what we did that day, except add more stuff to it. Cause we All were, right. We, let's we, were, we were doing in the middle, right? So let's just get say right it again. It. Say yeah. it again. Shohei Otani is a $700 million man. Yeah. Um. So the Shohei watch is over. Before, I'm going to talk about the timeline, but I'll tell you the conclusion right now. Like Joven said, it was a 10-year, $700 million contract by the LA Dodgers. So the timeline. And, before, and also the... He deferred 680 now. That's yeah, as well. That's so we, we have to. We'll that's later go, news, yeah. which we'll get into later. So he's getting paid two two million per year for ten years, and then once his career is over or the contracts ended, he's going to just get a six full million. 680 million. And there's finance things involved, which we'll slightly get into. But no, like the the timeline of the whole free agency thing. Obviously, end of season, he's a free agent because he didn't get traded at the deadline. Um, the biggest favorite was the Dodgers. I said that from the beginning. I thought he was going to be a Dodger since the trade deadline. And obviously, he lived up to that. Uh, but a surprise finalist in the Blue Jays, I genuinely didn't think. They, I thought they would have considered, but not like heavily considered. Because reports have come out they were going to match. Not match, but like come close. They were close in that ballpark. of. So, they were definitely in the 600s. Because in our initial take, we said 500. We're definitely going to say 600 now when we get into the later topic because um, they did reports did say that they were in that same ballpark. Um, but what happened essentially, it picked up more on uh, Thursday, like in the last week. Um, there were reports that he's going to be imminent with his decision or a decision could be made on the weekend. So, Thursday, it was, it was the imminent report, or Friday was the imminent report. And then flight track happened. Uh, everybody started tracking flights. John Morosi, who came out and said, it looks like he's on his way to Toronto. Some Dodgers posted that he chose Toronto. Uh, so naturally, Blue Jays fans um, and Toronto fans in this case as well, because we are Blue Jays fans out of Vancouver, yeah. Surrey. But, you know, naturally, we're like, oh, what the hell? Like We knew that the, the reports coming into it that he went to Dunedin. Um, how legit the meeting was going to be there, we don't know. But he apparently did travel, or at least his team traveled at the minimum. Um, that Blue Jays were a finalist with the Cubs, Rangers, Giants, Dodgers, uh, uh, ultimately being and the Angels, and ultimately being the two LA teams and the Blue Jays. Dodgers, Blue Jays, Angels were the final rankings from what the reports were like. Whether how genuine it was, we don't know. We'll never know until ESPN or whoever does a 30 for 30 to know exactly what happened because there was, it was a saga for sure. Yeah. So flight track started happening. Blue Jays fans, you know, that's when I was like, okay, the Dunedin report comes out. I'm like, okay, I could kind of believe it, but I, I'm still skeptical. Ever since the whole Kawhi thing and everything like that, I'm like, I'm going to be skeptical. I'm not going to believe it. Then the flight news comes out from John Morosi that he's on his way to Toronto. Actually, you were more hopeful than I was at that point. Like, what the, what the hell are you coming to Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> and no I'm reason. still like, okay, 
the stadiums and renovation. I was still skeptical, right? I'm yeah. not sitting here saying like I'm not gonna lie and be like, oh, I, I did not think he was gonna be Blue Jay at all. Yeah. My hopes did get up slightly, but I didn't bring like, it up to the max. There's right? no like the stadiums and renovation. There's nothing to do in Toronto regarding yeah. baseball at the current moment. Yeah. Other than go sign a contract. And uh, so ultimately, uh, John Rossi drops that report, but then Bob Nightingale and another person said, no, he's actually in his South California home, I think in Anaheim still. So that con- that, at that point, when that report comes out, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's I, think, over. I think he's a Dodger it's at over. that point. Um, turns out it was Sharks, Tanks, and R- Dragons, then Robert Herjavec, um, who's one of the Sharks and Dragons from those shows that was that guy on the flight. Um, and then... Uh, but, you know, that doesn't mean that he was not going to come because it, that's just whatever, right? People are just flight tracking. Um, I'm just like, whatever about that part. Next day, Saturday, um, you know, then it drops. I got a message from a friend literally saying, fuck, <laughs> on the <laughs> message. And I'm like, okay, I know what this is about. I look at it. I got the noti. It was 10 years, $700 million. He becomes a Dodger. Um, so our initial reaction, mine first, and I'll let you speak, is... Like I said, I thought he was going to be a Dodger for many reasons, only because he wanted to be in L.A., bigger city, I guess. I'm not saying, like, our pitch was, come to Canada, you'll have a whole country behind you. Now you have a whole hated country behind you, I guess. <laughs> but um, in terms of, like, the hopes up and everything, it was, like, again, we were Blue Jays fans in B.C., so naturally Toronto fans are always gets hyped up, a.k.a. Maple Leaf fans that become delusional at times, or whatever the case may be when it comes to their fandom. So I wasn't at that level as they were, but... I don't blame them. At the same time, I'm not. If reports are coming out and saying that he's traveling to Toronto, he's Toronto's a finalist. I don't blame him for that. So before I bash Toronto fans, Toronto media for that, I don't blame them. But uh, that was just my natural reaction in terms of the 10-year, 700 million dollars. I'm surprised in a sense that it did go to 700. I know you are the opposite slightly. I'm gonna say I'm surprised because I thought it was gonna be 600 something. Before the injury, then I thought it would drop in the lower 600, higher 500s. So for me to say 700, I that made me think that the Blue Jays were just used as a pawn in this situation. That um, essentially it's like, okay, I'm gonna travel down to Eden to put a scare on on the Dodgers. We're gonna, you know, conspiracy. This is not fully true because the reports are still saying that Blue Jays legit had a threat to sign him. Again, we will never know. Shohei Otani is the only one that will know that. Um, That that. To, put, to get an extra hundred million, even in the in the contract, to make it seven hundred, I never thought it would start with a seven. I'm gonna just make that clear. I'm not even gonna say like I had zero. I literally had thought it was not gonna start with a seven. That's just me. That's my overall reaction of the whole fiasco. It was fun being on Twitter. It was fun just seeing the reactions. I think it was good for baseball in a sense that um, you know this is the biggest free agent that's an op- on the open market since LeBron James first left Cleveland. The first time when he left for Miami. That's the level of this that this was. I don't think anything will touch this, especially numbers-wise. Yeah. Because we'll get to the Soto and all that, whoever we think is going to get the big money later on. But yeah, that's my my initial overall reaction. It's what I expected, honestly. Um, am I disappointed that Jays didn't get him? Of course. I'm a Jays fan. I want like Soto's out of the picture now. But at the end of the day, this is what I, I expected. And we'll get to the Jays in a second. But let's just finish the, your thoughts on the Otani situation. All right, first of all, um, I was gonna be a little bit more higher on hopes because like Jay's only way you get better is by this is how the this is the only way you get better yeah right because there's no there's a big fall off after Otani on the hitting side of the market free agent market right yeah yeah um so that's number one number two was 
I thought he was going to be a Dodger. Obviously, deadline, I was convinced that he was going to get traded to the LA Dodgers. But that didn't happen. But eventually, he, he became a Dodger. So, I'm not surprised, obviously, Dodgers got him. But at the same time, the hope was there for me, right? Um, and obviously, that report, when he's coming to Toronto, I was like, okay, yo, he, he might actually be a Blue Jay. <laughs> to the point, where I'm like, okay, yo, where is he going to bat in the lineup, all that stuff. I generally had that, started planning that out in my head when I saw that report. But obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't so, go that far. Yeah. yeah. No, it was just that moment. Yeah. Right? Like, otherwise I was like, okay, yeah, he's, he's going to be a Dodger probably. But it, turns out it, was, it was fun to see, like, all right, like, I'm genuinely happy that Blue Jays made a full-blown effort yeah. at this and all that stuff. We don't know how As genuine like, it is on Antani's Yeah, things, but, like, but at least we made the effort. But, like, considering, we're, we're second. Uh, right? Con- well. I was going to say, considering like I listen to Adnan Verk in the morning before I let you finish off, I just want to say that this part is important because it's going to add to your point. Uh, Adnan Verk, John Morosi, John Heyman, all these guys, Jeff Passan, all thought it was the Blue Jays were not even like top five at all pre-season, pre-off season that they thought they were behind like the Braves, Cubs, Dodgers, Angels, Yankees, Mets, so on and so forth. So yeah, to that point, they obviously made an effort and continue. They made their pitch and it, was, it almost worked out. And yeah, point three, the the money, the money. Um, I'm not, I'm not shocked. Yeah, seven hundred was like, it wasn't expected for me, but like, I'm not shocked because it honestly breaks down perfectly. Because at the end of the day, like, if you're looking at as one side of his game, if you're looking at pitcher Shohei Otani, he was gonna get around thirty to thirty-five million per year, right? And he got thirty-five million per year, per year. Hitter Otani, he's getting thirty-five million. Hitter Otani is easily four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> So like he's easily trout money. At that exactly. Point. So it's just because of that. Yeah. Right. I could see why he got out on seven hundred because he he's two players. Like he is genuinely two players. So I guess. So I'm not sur- I'm not shocked, but I like it wasn't expected because I was expecting the six hundred million range. I guess my rebuttal to that was I didn't expect him to p- do both for a long like over the whole ten years at an elite level. I feel like he would end up dropping the pitching most likely, and. Um, on top of that, the injury. Because we don't know how he's going to look pitching-wise after the injury. Right? Yeah, so there's after. a risk there for the Do- the Dodgers in this case. That's why I'm like, I was surprised we started with a seven. I yeah. wouldn't have been as surprised if everything was healthy. Even with that, like, you could even say he's getting $500 million just for his hitting. Yeah. And you could say, okay, yeah, $2 million for $200 million for his pitching is still... Like, yeah. like, obviously, his hitting is better than his pitching. Yeah. That's what I... That we, for we sure. We could agree with that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and I think most people would agree... There, it's just this year's pitching was just actually like, Cy Young, Kyle Bray yeah. finished it out. So we'll see there. I think he's gonna at least it's gonna be four years. So obviously year one is not gonna be pitching of his yeah. contract, but I do believe at least four of the ten years will be he's doing both. Okay, so just just before we get to the what this means for the Dodgers and the rest of the teams that were involved, um, off the bat, uh, Shohei Otani, obviously the richest contract not in just baseball history, uh, sports, North American sports, or even sports in general. Because the last person who had this record was Leo Messi, salary-wise, to be exact. I know Messi has ownership stakes and stuff, but I think Messi's was in the 555 million range to 600 range, uh, depending on which way you do the transaction. By the way, for Canadians that are watching this, this is 700 million US. So if if the Blue Jays really wanted them, I think they would have to offer like a billion. It was no, it's close to a billion. It was like 930 this, million or something. So it was 951, I think. Canadian. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so it was it was, it was going to be a billion, right? Yeah. But anyways. Shohei Otani joins, uh, obviously, is the richest contract. Second is his former teammate, Mike Trout, which was a 426. So, so it's almost, I wouldn't say it's doubled, but cl- like... It's almost 300. Yeah. Uh, Mookie Betts, his teammate, 
well, his three fifty six million. Uh, Aaron Judge three sixty million. Manny Machado three fifty. Fernando Tatis three forty. Francisco Lindor three forty one. Bryce Harper three thirty. John Carlos Stanton got three twenty five, and then Corey Seager signed three twenty five. So he joins the payroll with uh, so Shohei at seven hundred. Mookie at three fifty six. Freddie Freeman was in the 175 range, I yeah. want to say, over the five years. A lot of money getting dished out. And uh, whoever else, how much ever money... Uh, well, Clayton Kershaw's a free agent now. So let's talk about the deferral thing because we have to talk about this from the Dodgers. Now, let's talk about the Dodgers and that deferral sal- deferred salaries. This put, but this, this puts Dodgers in play for like all those major pitching, those big pitching free agents, right? Because that's their biggest weakness. Like the Snell, like the Yamamoto, and uh, whoever else is remaining, but those are the top two in my opinion. And uh, so they could generally go add someone there. And honestly, they could add even another batter if they need to because they could use someone. I think they could use a still... No, a out- I still think they need to, yeah. They're outfield batter, like an outfield position player. Unless they... Bring back Cody Bellinger. <laughs> that, or, or no, but I think the other thing is uh, unless they get a second baseman and move Mookie back out to outfield. I think, th- I think they announced Mookie's second base. So then now. they should get an outfield hitter because yeah. Jason Hayward's going to be a starter there on one of your outfielders. So if you could get an outfield hitter and a starting pitcher or two, then obviously you'll be well-rounded and star power at the same time. Because, like, there's teams that are well-rounded. Like, they have good at everything. Like, I would say... Like the Phillies. Yeah, but no, I think Phillies are better. Like, they have the star power, too. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying... Yeah, like, they have good everything, but, like, they don't have the star power. Yeah. The Dodgers would have good everything and the star power times... you say Phillies don't have star power? I'm saying Phillies do have star power. Oh, okay, okay. I'm saying like there's teams that have good everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're like, there's no star power. Like, like there's Tom a balance everything. or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But like, they have good everything. Yeah. If they get those like, uh, those outfield hitter and the pitcher and uh, star power times three. With, yeah. With, with freaking, like genuinely the, the MVP for the NL could be Otani, Freeman, Freeman and Betts could be your top three. Yeah. Because last no. year we saw Freeman and the uh, Bats be yeah. two and three obviously. No, after I'm Acuna. not gonna disrespect Acuna. I think one of those two will. It will but I'm saying like three. there's genuine like yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Full potential of that happening. Yeah. Um. Would you call it? When it comes to them as the pitching, right? They're in the pitching market. Kyler Glass now. Whatever free agents are there, I don't know. If, it's like obviously let's talk about the deferred salary, right? I saw a meme where like okay, you know what? The A's probably offered one million for seven hundred million years, or whatever it is. I think someone said like, "Oh, the Dodgers weren't that far off, I guess, because it was two million a year, right?" Yeah. Um, because of that, their contract, because of the deferred salary, that's how Tony wanted it. Yamamoto is now, I think, the favorite to go to the Dodgers. That's just me, because obviously you add Otani there, right? Um, talking about Yamamoto, his f- favorites are the two New York teams and the Dodgers at the moment. Obviously, you'll have he met with the Giants. I think a report came out he met with the Giants. Um, but the, the Jays will still be in thing, but this is not as hyped as Otani is. Yeah. Um, Cobbs will probably be in the picture, right? Uh, stuff like that, right? And uh, overall, though, with the team, yes, they're the favorites. I'm gonna If I were to pick the over even the all MLB, the uh, Yankees will give up a fight. I'm going to say that right now. I'm not saying it's like, a four-game sweep when the Dodgers. Yeah, hundred percent. They, they have the best. Out, also, they have the best outfield in baseball. Yeah, and uh, but if you look at the NL side of things, I'm still not going to say sweep because of the pitching, right? Clayton Kershaw's a free agent. I'm sure they'll probably find a way to bring him back. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say like be dumb and say oh because you added Otani, but because it is baseball, shit could happen, right? And 
I have to see their pitching, and we assume their pitching will get better. Like that's the assumption. Like the thing with this is, it's clear because you know it's baseball when like your two star players last year were second and third in MVP voting, and were absolute duds in the Arizona series. Like Freeman and Betts were like terrible in the yeah. in that series. So that's what baseball is. Obviously, I'm not projecting Otani to be that, right? But like. It's baseball, like genuinely, like the, we saw the Diamondbacks win the World Series. Yeah, like we like, don't you know, know what we, we, we cannot predict it. We he, cannot. Like, predict. You will never, you won't be surprised if the this, Dodgers miss. We like this the World Series. The recent evidence of this playoffs and how it's, like we cannot predict how baseball works. Yeah, especially in the playoffs. Um, when it comes to the Dodgers, though, like obviously, I, like I said, I won't be surprised if they don't win it all, or even make the thing because I still think the Braves are good. And who knows, <laughs> Otani? I mean, you, I, you, I think I'll be a little bit surprised. Um, I'll be surprised. Otani hasn't been in the playoffs, so I'm not saying that. that like, is he a playoff performer? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna go, if we're really gonna exaggerate, is he really a playoff play like, performer? He's, but I, I, he's but my so rebuttal, good. My rebuttal though is yeah. a low baseball classic. He, yeah, but he's so good that the only knock we could think of him is that he might not be a good playoff performer. Because he's never been to it. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the only knock we have against him. Like, obviously, yeah. this guy is just absolutely world class. Do- uh, you know, Dodgers. Let's see. Like, for me, I'm going to see the pitching. Once I see the pitching, then I know that they should be top of the top. I, I mean, Bueller's going to be back. Um, Depending on what they do, what else. I think their du- Dustin May should be back as well. Kershaw. So, Kershaw, depending on what happens there. He's a free agent. Yeah, and but then like, Yamamoto. It's going to be better than last year. That's what I'm trying to say. It's going to be way better than last year. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's leave it there with the Dodgers, cause um, like I said, it's it's dumb. It's it's gonna be here. But let's talk about the f- big finalist. That right, before we go to Blue Jays, let's talk about Angels because this one will be very quick. Sure. Uh, rebuild, trade Trout, and uh, congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the hindsight, you didn't bring him back. Um, and uh, yeah, and like yeah, just go. You you. I don't know how you mess up when you have the two best players in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't do understand it, but yeah, no rebuild. Literally trade trout for some pieces you can, and uh, leading now. Let's go to the Blue Jays. Um, Angels, you failed. I don't think you're gonna land any premier players from now on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they still can. They, they still can. Uh, they, they still can. Who knows? They can still. They're, they're just the way they are, right? Um, but they're LA cheap as well too. As well. But yeah, that's true. Uh, Blue Jays. Uh, what does this mean? Because Soto just got traded. Um, actually, no. Before we go to the Blue Jays, let me just let's let me just answer that question. Will Shohei? Sorry, which is Juan Soto be the next five hundred million dollar player? Assuming he's still yeah, Soto. I mean he's assuming he's still Soto. Yeah, assuming he's still Soto because he hasn't shown signs in the previous. Yeah, years. obviously, yes. Right, like, there's no he's one a, he's else. A chance. There's no one else coming. The up. fact that he rejected a four forty before. Yeah. So like. He's gonna he's gonna obviously negotiate it to a five hundred yeah. no matter what happens. So like, especially end, seeing Hotani getting yeah. Like I don't think he's gonna budge. Like he's yeah. like give me five hundred million, and that'll be like that'll be the first conversation in every team meeting he goes to or like every, yeah right. He's like it's five hundred million is the the floor of the contract in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's him. Like, is there any player you could think of on the top of your head? No, uh, like, like no I don't one. think if Vladdy goes for twenty twenty one, he's not. He's not getting. He'll probably get four hundred. Barely. If that, yeah. um, no one else. Yeah. Genuinely, Acuna got his money right. Acuna's paid. Um, Julio's paid. Um, Wander Franco's out of the league. So like, these are only young guys I could think of. 
yeah. I think I think Franco got paid too, did he? I think he did. Yeah, so yeah, Fra- so Franco has been done anyways. So yeah, like there's no one so really Soto. else. So it's literally just Soto. Literally just Soto. And he's going to hit the market cuz yeah. Scott Boras clients he always do. He will, yeah. But um yeah, no, let's talk about the Blue Jays because this is a potential name they might go after next year, but outside of the Soto thing, let's see what what, what are they going to do? So they went from plan A to plan C real quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. Um obviously the number one name comes out to be Cody Bellinger. And listen, my thing is now if they're willing to spend 600 million minimum on Otani, you have no reasons to allocate those resources properly to uh, other teams, right? So, so at the sorry, mo- other players, at the mo- whether we trade market or not. Yeah, so at the moment, like, obviously your options are limited, but you could still, like, spend a little bit of cash here, a little bit of cash there. I'm not saying go all out. Like, like so we assume you budget is 600 million. Yeah. We'll just say 500 million just for... I'm saying 600 because yeah, the no. report literally said. Yeah, no, no, but I, I'm just gonna say 500 million just because. Okay. Fuck it, why not, right? Sure. Like just to be, I guess, a little bit more realistic here. So 500 million. I'm not saying spend all of that 500 million because let's be fair, the, the hitting class is not strong this year at yeah. all. Yeah. But like, you could spend the money on a Bellinger. You could pair him up with a uh, Soler or a the Oscar Hernandez, right? And uh, get yourself a decent starting pitcher from the market, or you. I know it doesn't be bold, outrageous, and I don't think it's gonna happen. But you should it should, it should be something that should happen, or you try for it because the reports reports already shut it down. And it, <laughs> you're gonna take my thing that I said from the original. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stealing my original work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that they'll never see, I guess. Mike Trout, I said it. <laughs> okay, no, uh, Mike Trout. Yeah, no, I, I don't care what the reports are. I think if Mike Trout gets traded, he's gonna be a Philly. That's just me. But if I'm the Blue Jays, I'm calling Mike Trout. I'm sorry, not just Mike Trout, but the Angels for Mike Trout. I'm calling Cleveland for J-Ram. I don't care, right? Because I don't know what Cleveland's doing either, especially if they have another TV, bad year. Yeah, their TV deal. Um, those are the two big names off the top of my head I'm calling, right? Because the thing with J- J-Ram is that his is a no-trade clause. True, but I won't be surprised if so he comes. He, so if he, he's going to want to be a... Jay, yeah, like he's gonna have to say yes to a trade. I'm sure Mike Trout has that in his clause. There's no way Mike, a guy like Mike Trout doesn't, <laughs> but yeah, we don't know. But at the same time, you yeah. call him, do, do what you did for Atani in the trade market for those two guys. You go go get Bellinger, but the question is, would you pay Bellinger Springer money? No, that's me too tough because I think that's what he's probably looking for. Yeah, he probably right? is because I think the reports are Jays are looking to trade Springer and get off that contract, even though I think they now they shouldn't. Because I think it might have been just a down year for Springer. I know he's getting older. I'm not saying that. But I don't, know, I don't know if that's just his bias off. Just, uh, uh, there's general, like, genuine concern because of, yeah. like, he went on an 0 for 35 streak. Yeah, I know. Right? So like, I don't know if that's just a bias because, like, I am a fan of Springer. And then, two, it's also because he wanted to be in Toronto. <laughs> so, like, keep the guys I want to be. Which, by the way, Kevin Gosman came out and reported and said, like, came out and tweeted, like, I'm hearing all this shit about, like, not wanting to play in Canada or Toronto specifically. It's a beautiful city. Go Canada. And he, spell, he spells go, like, the LSU Tiger way. Go. Um, E-A-U-X or whatever, the ending. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Yeah, so, like, at the end of the day, like, when it comes to, like, I, I'll i understand it if it's the Raptors. I will not understand it for baseball because Springer, Gosman, Bassett, Barrios, these guys extended or signed here, right? Vladdy's willing to stay. He said it already. He's still a big name. At the end of the day, he's still going to be a big yeah, name. Yeah, he's a big name. Bo Bichette, I think, is willing to, st- oh, I'm hoping willing to stay. 
So there's no reason. Like Manoa has publicly said, if Manoa obviously turns it around for office first of all, but like they've isn't. I don't think it's an issue in b- baseball. It's more of an issue with the Raptors, and you could probably agree to that. Yeah, 100%. in terms of signings. But anyways, back to the Blue Jays. Um, take a shot at Yamamoto if you want to uh, make your pitching even more elite, and ho- hopefully for a bounce back in uh, Manoa. So you'll have like the top guys. I don't know if Yamamoto's a lefty or not, but uh, he's 25. That's what he is. That's fine. You <laughs> go out and do it. But outside of that. Um, yeah, Soler, um, pair that with Ballinger. Ballinger. And now, unfortunately, Ballinger might get that money. I, I, I have to say it because I yeah. think he's going to get the Springer money. Uh, do you bring back a Matt Chapman? I don't know. I know some Jays fans aren't too keen on that mm, if yeah. he's looking for Springer money. But then that defense is elite on that side. So uh, I don't know. Because Heimer Candelario is off the board. We could now. pay that defense with anyone else. Honestly, yeah. like. It, it, that defense doesn't have to be that elite when you don't provide anything offensively. Yeah. Right? Like, we could have someone who could hit better and defend at 50% of Matt Chapman's defense. It will still be enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we'll see. Because, like, I think at the end of the day, you have to you, you have the money to allocate. Go get Bellinger. You you literally said, Ross Atkins literally said you have a two-year window. That's when the Vladi and Bull contracts come up. So right. you you, you and, uh, sorry, last thing yeah. the biggest thing that also matters is can Vladi bounce back and be twenty twenty one or even a fraction below uh, above twenty twenty two, well like halfway above twenty twenty two yeah so anywhere in between twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one basically yeah uh, do not be twenty twenty two we're not winning this year if you're twenty twenty two we're not winning if you're twenty twenty three we'll we probably might have and the, num- the key thing we might have the number on overall pick and if we're twenty twenty three key Vladi. thing <laughs> okay well no <laughs> the key thing is because you haven't seen the well, yeah, fine we're missing the playoffs if you're twenty twenty three the key thing is um when Vladi was successful obviously he's working out so I'm giving him all the credit in the world by the way did you see him like launch balls with a metal bat. No. Oh, you, it's on sports center. Like he won like a thing in Puerto Rico. It's a metal bat and a but not just him, but many other people. And the way the ball just flies out. Yeah. It's like a golf swing on like top yeah. golf. Anyways, um, he has to be obviously be better. But then the reason why he was good is because he had Teoscar Hernandez behind him, right? Twenty twenty two, I think Teoscar was injured for a lot of the year, so that's why he struggled a bit there. But then when he came back, he was kind of back, right? So it's the same thing. Like obviously he helped when he had Marcus Simeon in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Sorry. But, uh, or... That's 2021. 2021. But, yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, this team, will, they need to go get these hitters. Uh, their pitching is already elite. You got you got to hope that Barrios still got continues it. And then... Barrios is fine. Kikuchi is the main concern. And then Manoa. And then Bassett and Gosman, you expect hopefully to be the same. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's it pretty much for the J side of things, right? Just like, like, the thing got, is, you're not dead. The key thing is Vladi not, and then get the pieces. You're not finished. You get in get a ton. You doesn't mean you're done. Yeah. Right? Like you go, you still have anything, decent Otani's options. out of the division. <laughs> yeah. You still have decent op, uh, well, or conference. conference. But you have decent options still in Bellinger. You could improve your team still. So still do that. Uh, it's just that it's going to be not the most flashiest way possible because he's gone. Yeah. Um, other teams that are involved, obviously the Giants are looking at Yamamoto. Giants have been like, Snake bitten because of the whole Korea situation and then the arson and judges situation. Yeah, man, dude. I, one thing I learned from this is like, do I trust these people <laughs> anymore? <laughs> the reporting anymore. <laughs> for any sport, but uh, yeah, I think th- that's it pretty much from that. Yamamoto, we already mentioned. I don't think any other news really Nothing happened. The Dodgers really and Yankees in a minor trade to help 
finally facilitate the signings of Joe Kelly, who wants the Joe Hay jersey, so he's like a share number 17. But uh, And Rotani is officially a Dodger as well at the time of this recording. But um, yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, overall, fun experience. We're no longer going to be clickbaiting Shohei Rotani anymore. <laughs> and uh, but, but today's an exception. <laughs> except for today's video. Except for today. But outside of that, let's go to some NBA. Um, obviously, I'm representing the Lakers a little bit here. The in-season tournament champs it concluded on Saturday. So the semifinals ended up being the Pacers beating the Bucks in an upset in Vegas, and the Lakers obviously handled business with the Pelicans, which we'll talk about the Pelicans slightly later with the reporting of from Stephen A. Smith and all that. But your overall reactions and thoughts of the tournament, what you have seen so far, they're obviously going to bring it back. They, we, they, de- they, they deem it as a success, which I agree yeah. with. Should we go, let's, yeah. let's just go on the game first, but I feel like... I mean, I missed the second half, but the game was close. Yeah. Well, uh, until it became not close near the end uh, of the game. Yeah, I mean, we'll just talk about the games. Uh, the Lakers-Pelicans, no, nothing to talk about. LeBron and AD, especially LeBron, showed yeah. up. And uh, when that happens, the other team rarely wins. And then they and were seven and zero, and the Pacers were also undefeated. And then Pacers and Bucks, uh, what a game! Obviously, Pacers were pulling away. Bucks came back, and then Pacers pulled away again. So Tyrese Halliburton, <laughs> he emerged. He emerged. Uh, so this tournament is suited for guys like him to propel. And listen, I understand it's a regular season game. Now we'll get to the thoughts and reaction. Yeah, well, quick thoughts on the final quickly. Um, it was it was supposed to be as expected, right? Anthony Davis, especially with the Bucks not being there. Anthony Davis balled out. And when that happens too, which is a uh, usually every other game, game. <laughs> which is usually every other game for him, so it's gonna it's gonna end up being a Lakers W, especially with a team like the Pacers being in there instead of like a Bucks or a Celtics. Yeah, but no discredit to the Pacers. I mean, you did you upset them. Like it's not your fault you made it, but the Lakers were supposed to win this, and they did. Yeah, I mean, I guess like at the end of the day, here here's my thoughts. Right, the first main conclusion is. Time will tell of how serious this uh, tourney is going to be in terms of legacy-wise, right? Now, this is the first ever. You want to be known as the first ever, so congrats to the Lakers in that sense. I'm not going to be here sitting here delusional that, like, oh, this is bigger than the NBA Finals or the NBA fi- Like, if the Lakers miss out on the Finals, it's not a big deal. It is going to be a big deal because it's still... This is not the Pacers for Pacers. This is a bigger deal. But this helps their momentum, both teams' momentum, um, going forward. Because, like, at the end of the day, it was still a big regular season games, right? Um in terms of the knockout stages. And uh, the Lakers side of things, listen, if you're a fan of a team that's in a final, we've done it with Man United in the Carabao Cup, you're going to root for them to win. Yeah. It doesn't no, matter. Right? There's no like, issue. There's no issue. Like, I don't want to hear people, whether they know me or not, be like, why is it such a big deal, blah, blah, blah. You're in a final, you want to be known as a winner for a final. It doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, if you want to look at the European examples, FA Cup, Copa del Rey's, Carabao Cups, they're, they still play top players in those in the finals yeah the, like semi-finals and so on and so forth right it's like there's no issue for me there yeah like at the end of the day you're gonna support your team don't go like crazy like if if, if laker fans are going nuts like oh yeah we won this big we're like the best like this, in the world this is gonna make us better um the best franchise in sport and all that stuff no <laughs> no right yeah. like yeah you could use a slight argument because the <laughs> the Celtics and the Lakers well, are tied. No, I'm not even putting this in an argument. But you at the go- moment, at the moment, I'm not putting this as an argument. But it. at the same time, though, um, you could use it. It depends, right? Like, it, time will tell about the legacy of this because it, it's got, like we've never been part of something 
that hasn't been started yet, right? Because like the, when when we were born and started watching sports, everything that we've been watching has been similar. It's been s- set up from before we were. Yeah, it's been like we the were same. Started it's watching, been right? the same. This is the first time they're implementing something, and I'm fine with imp- like making regular season games uh, more incentives to it, right? The question is now, how is it going to be later down the road? I like the tournament that it gives a vibe. I'm not saying it's a playoff atmosphere, which we'll get into in a second. Um, but it shows like, okay, you have big games. And in the Eastern side of things, mainly, everything except for Lakers on games, uh, the Eastern side really like players balled out, right? Like yeah. look at Tyrese Halliburton. Like this could help his negotiation in a contract, uh, whether like to show or bonus-wise, um, if there's if there's a tie between him and like De'Aaron Fox, for example, for a third All NBA third team, you I might give the edge to depending on what De'Aaron does down the line. I'm saying assuming as of right like last year's De'Aaron Fox, for example, Tyrese Halliburton literally zero turnovers in like three games or whatever it was during this tournament with the amount of assists he had and clutch buckets to like ice games. That's crazy. This will help him propel that situation. Yeah, right? so like help him propel a contract, help him propel an NBA spot or an MVP final, not finalist, but like, and maybe like a vote for an MVP. Yeah, like, that being said, Jokic is still MVP. I'm not saying like, yeah, MVP yeah, yeah. My, like the thoughts on the tournament, I don't think it was like, uh, you could deem it as a success, yes, but it's nothing like, nothing over the top happened really for me personally because I feel like you still got probably one or two games extra of like proper regular season games, right? Because I feel like if it was still normal, I feel like we would have gotten some good regular season games in December. Like how we got the Kings-Clippers uh, game last year, right? That, that that didn't have anything on the line other than just being a normal regular season game. So like games like that happen all the time. So if it look, so I would say it met expectations, but didn't really exceed expectations. I guess what the, the flaw was before we get to the knockout stages was like, you know, the Raptors lost two games what's their real like, incentive to play, right? But, like, players were bought in. You can't, like, disagree with that. I didn't say that, yeah. I didn't no, 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 that. I'm saying, I'm just saying it you as a whole. Yeah. Uh, you can't really disagree with that because Joe Mazzula was literally doing hack a drumming. Yeah. Because he needed to get point differential points to con- be con- going to the next round. So, they have, they can, they've considered it and I like that aspect of it. And many NBA fans that follow NBA heavier than us and I know out of the two of us, it's me, but, like, King of the Fourth Quarter and stuff, like, he loved it. Right, because those Pacer games, for example, all right. And um, as a neutral, I said it when we made our predictions. Like, if I was a neutral, right, if I wasn't a Laker fan, I would have preferred either Lakers, Bucks, which what was the NBA's dream, right? You don't want an MLB situation with yeah, the yeah, whole ratings, all that stuff, as yeah. much as we disagree with that, or Pacers, Pelicans. Because I thought that as a, as an actual NBA fan, Pacers Pelicans would have been much more fun to watch. Yeah, but uh, it happened to be it, it's, again. It's not like the Lakers' fault that they they're playing who they are and the Pacers. Because the Pacers took out the Cavs and the Sixers in their group, and then obviously the Celtics and the Bucks. And if they had won this, I'm not saying this is as big as like Detroit Pistons 04 playoff thing, but like it would have been like a road to a, winning. It's a talked about story. It's right? a bigger. It's a, this tournament is much bigger for the smaller teams because. Um, like for the Pacers, this could help their playoff push with the momentum. Like, you know what? We're we're probably be because they're defensively they're like the second worst in the league, right? So yeah. they could be like, okay, you know what? We're like an OG and Nobi away. So call up the Raptors or maybe call up the Nets and Mikel Bridges away from being uh, where we are. Like this that, probably showed like Tyrese Halliburton is the guy. Now let's partner him with someone else with Miles Turner, whoever. The thing with that, I don't agree with that fully because. 
I still view the Pacers the same if they would have won this. I, I would have viewed the Rockets. I would have viewed any team, any smaller team the same, right? Like, at the end of the day, there's still a different beast in the playoffs than it is in the in-season tournament because there's something bigger on the line. And uh, you don't go to Vegas. Like, if that game was played in Milwaukee, would the Pacers win? Maybe, right? But the chances are going to Milwaukee much more than it, it was a neutral site, which I believe they should improve on. We both believe that we should. They should improve on. Uh, leave it as a home. If you want as much more playoff atmospheric, the Pacers, box, uh, Celtics, is a, a competitive as you get. As close as a playoff game. Honestly, that was a playoff game. The Pacers, Celtics game was a playoff game, with the fans being involved. Take yeah. off the court. That's yeah, well. <laughs> take off the court. Keep it as a normal playoff thing as well, and uh, let the team that playoff atmosphere. Because I yeah. don't think they were gonna do best. Two out of three or four out of seven. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm fine with a single game elimination. Yeah, obviously that makes it better. That's why a lot of us love the March Madness and NFL yeah. playoffs. But that's another thing that I think they should improve on because the crowd should play uh, a big effect in this. The atmosphere should be like a playoff atmosphere, and that Pacers Celtics game is the closest or on the same level you'll get to. So that's what kind of ruined it, the semifinals and finals for me personally. Uh, another thing is, yeah, this this tournament doesn't really change my perspective of any team because I still don't think the Pacers are going to do much in the playoffs. The yeah, no, I'm speaking more of down the line. Like, momentum carry forward. Um, like, re- like, right now they're, like, I think in a top play-in spot or a bottom playoff spot. I feel like this, confidence-wise, it, hel- it helps. You have to admit that. Yeah, no, but it's also so far away. Like, there's still so much season left. No, and I, I agree. That's my, I'm saying that's my point. This, so, this confidence could ride the momentum. We're like, you know what? We got this. We beat two teams. But the momentum could shift away when you go on True, a three-game losing streak. But I view it as a positive, though. More. If it's, it's a different story if this thing was, like, in March, right? Then you could say, okay, yeah, they have momentum for the postseason. But it's in December, bro. Like, there's no momentum to ride on to go into yeah, the postseason no, from my this. my point is, like, as a Pacers franchise, they've seen... So you, you, you're trying to say they might have learned something about yeah, themselves. Yeah, exactly. But there's no momentum here. Because but momentum, so but the away. confidence grew. Right. Because the te- especially for the Pacers, the teams they beat, right? They beat two contenders, right? And they beat... Well, I guess you could say... A but you got to do that four times. Well, no, and I get that. That's playoffs. I'm talking about just going through. Because the formats are obviously different. You can't compare this to the playoffs directly. Yeah, but like I'm trying to say like there's no momentum involved in this. You said there's gonna be a momentum. I'm saying they, momentum they, 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 you said the no, what you said was there's gonna be momentum for their to, to pick a something in the happen in the postseason. No, I said yeah. the lead up to the postseason in terms of regular yeah, season. Yeah, and you, I don't agree with that because it's so far apart. But you agree with the confidence, confidence part, yes. But momentum, that's my point. With momentum, the momentum shouldn't though. be, yeah, no. Momentum and confidence. Because like here's things. the thing, like you know, how, like they gain confidence from it, but they're not gaining momentum from listen, this. Listen, it's natural, and athletes have missed it. You've played games, I've played games, I've coached your games. When we see a team that we're playing, and the, like you've seen, like a team that you've played that you've always struggled against, the confidence is like, oh shit, like we don't know we could do this. And I'm not gonna say the team name just because yeah. Um, but the team that always beat you guys when you finally beat them and you're you yeah we got confidence but there was no momentum but like it helps though because it's not like you guys that fear is out so of see, your brain yeah, so keep it confidence so what I'm saying is that they've proven that any team they play now going up to it they could they'll give a fight yeah so they should believe that like you know they could, they could win any game every they game. could win any game but at the same time obviously 
it's gonna be hard to beat the same team four times, especially as yeah, an playoffs. I'm not talking yeah. about the playoffs here. And That's then obviously, like, like. They learn something from this. That's what that's yeah. that's the best way to put it, right? Like that's I think this is beneficial for those type of teams. That's that's the reason why I'm saying like it'll give them a conf, confidence boost and it, it gives the playoff the, the the personnel, the front office personnel to know like okay, we know where we could go because Tyrese. You can't tell me like this wasn't a big games for Tyrese Halliburton. Oh yeah, it was right. Like yeah. LeBron obviously elevated his game in the play-in more yeah, than the actual. Yeah, nobody's arguing. Sorry, that. not play-in yeah. the. Um, the, the in season tournament because they went seven and zero. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's right. Nobody's arguing that. Yeah. So or eight and zero now. I don't know if the eighth game like, is the final. This carrying over for the rest of the season. That's what I don't agree with. Okay, no, that's all. that's fair. That's yeah. fine. I get that part. But I, in terms of the tournament, I'm fine with it. If at least because if, you just made that point right now that the Lakers were a completely different beast in the in season tournament and completely different team. Yeah. Yeah. So. But the I I'm saying that, it's no, kind but, of but the difference is the tournament's over now. That time they were the tournament was on. You get yeah, what I'm it saying? It still doesn't matter. But I'm just saying the tournament yeah. was on. So I'm saying like this is this doesn't really like because LeBron. I guess the main reason why LeBron also viewed it because he said it for him and AD the money doesn't make a difference. It's one yeah. percent. I mean 500k is 500k. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But in terms of the percentage of the salary, the G League guys doubled. The two way players doubled. All right. The guys like Christian Wood and the, those guys made like 30 percent of their salary now instead of like doubled. Right. So for those guys, if you're a true teammate. And the LeBron yeah, that's something it. to play for, yeah. yeah. But like, I just don't think like this changes anything for any team. At the end of the d- and honestly, I, that's probably what they're going for. I don't know what the hell they're going for. I think the issue, but, but the thing was like, I'm just gonna quickly finish off here is it like the pace? Every team is still the same. That's what I'm trying the, to say. I think the issue the is the Pacers are still the Pacers. Two things are time will tell. The second thing is I feel like where it kind of goes down a little bit. Is like I said, when the Raptors lost two games, and then when they play a team like the Magic, who needed to win, wow! What and well, yes, the Raptors should be incentivized because they want to make the play in or playoff spot, right? So that incentive should be there, and I'm not saying that's the case. But in terms of the trophy player, they could just be like, oh, we could rest Siakam this game because like we're already out of it anyways, right? By rest, I mean like if he's slightly hurt, we don't want to focus, we don't want to get him injured more because uh, of this tournament that we are no business being in anymore because we got the two losses we might as well get him healthy for the next game and make our actual yeah, yeah, push that's where it gets ruined I think slightly in terms of competitive levels but for the for the knockout stages I agree we oh, yeah, agree that was, that was 100% uh, we agree that like Especially it should the be east side, yeah. uh, uh, that's where it elevated the most yeah. but we'll see I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a fan of it I have no issues with it yeah I have no issues with it I'm just saying like for me personally like it was no there was no significant change to the season Let's see though. Yeah. Um, I hope that maybe if the, like they're honestly, and I think it should be like that because, like, it's still like you still gotta keep it like a regular season as a normal season. So my question and is, this was the best bet of doing it. So do you agree with the Lakers and any other team that wins it in the future putting a banner, not per win, but like, like what the Lakers are doing is they're putting a banner, but they're doing it like how they're putting like a like a sticker. Of the year they went, type yeah, of that's fine. Yeah, because like at, at the end of the day, like if you're gonna make it look serious, I think maybe Adam Silver requested that as well. Like you, you want to make it count, like like an FA Cup situation, right? Yeah. Um, I think you should do that because if if you're trying to make this a big legacy, it doesn't have to be a banner. because eventually it will be brought up in discussions future. I'm not comparing Jordan to LeBron, yeah. but like LeBron to Steph in the future or LeBron to Luca in the future. Well, let's go with more younger players just because. Let's, yeah, let's say, let's say it's Chet versus Wemby. Yeah. Right? Like, then it will probably be a case. Because... Yeah, like, those two have a case, right? Yeah, but Forever. at the end of the day, like, trophy's a trophy. If you're a fan of the team, celebrate that you won this. Uh, but don't go excessive either. 
Don't be like, oh yeah, like the, we're the greatest team ever. Yeah, Cause, exactly. cause No, don't do that. Cause at the end of the day, we you're know not. You're not. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't uh, change anything. Overall reactions, though. Uh, let's start with the biggest, two biggest news. Cause we forget about one team during this losing market. But uh, Pistons, the game of when will they win the next game? They reached twenty games in a row. Yes. Not winning. So <laughs> speaking they're of losing. the Pacers, they lost to the Pacers. Yeah, so 20-game losing streak for the Pistons. And uh, I predicted Utah Jazz uh, to be the win. So that's going to be like another like five more games still in between. Like that's when they'll get the first win. Yeah. But the other team that we're going to bring up, because uh, we'll do the same thing because that we the did Pist- last time. Because the Pistons are so bad that yeah. no one talks about this team. The San Antonio Spurs. Are on a 16-game losing streak. And right now they're playing the Rockets. Is that game over? I'm not sure. But you can quickly check. Oh, yeah, I'm checking. They're lo- lost. They lost? Yeah. So this so was 17 now. This was my... Uh, I think it's 17 now. Yeah, this one was uh, my prediction. Like, they would, it would be the Rockets. They would The original re- yeah. recording. But then the, the further cutoff point would be like... I forgot who it was. Well, I mean, we're probably going to do it right yeah, now. Yeah, let's do it right now yeah. for the Spurs. Um, so we said the Rockets. I think Rockets are potential, but like, just in case they don't... So they, Okay, I will not be surprised if somehow the Lakers lose. <laughs> but uh, they have two Laker games. Pelicans, Bucks, Bulls, Mavericks, Jazz, Trailblazers, Trailblazers, Celtics to close so out I'm, the calendar. Uh, I'm saying Trailblazers. One of those Trailblazers games, they'll probably break it. Uh, I'll go I'll go Jazz, but... I'm not going to say Jazz for both, so we'll see. Because <laughs> I say Jazz for um, the best things. Yeah. Obviously, the, the earliest... I mean, I'm the earliest was the Rockets. Yeah, me. I guess. Yeah. yeah, like logically on paper, actually no. The latest I'm gonna say is Bulls. Sorry, the like the latest. I'm so gonna like say the you're Bulls. Gonna go even head. You're gonna I'm gonna go ahead. ahead. I'm going with the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the Bulls. Uh, I think that's when we'll get their win. Obviously, them playing the Lakers back to back scares me. <laughs> but outside of that, mm-hmm. um, and they're home for those games. I think the. Hey Rockets. man, there's no knock on Wemby for that though. Um, yeah, you're still balling out. So, Rookie of the Year ladder, I think we agree that Chet has to be first. Yeah. Um, uh, but Wemby is second based on the score yeah. as well. Like, we like we shouldn't knock what Wemby is doing because of what his, what his team is doing. But, but Chet's a factor. But there's a factor of, like, you know, if Chet's, like, helping his team make the playoff push, which like they Scotty clearly did. are right now, like how Scotty did when he won, that should be accounted for as well. Yeah, so... But, like, say if they're both, like, missing the playoffs, right, and, like, Spurs were just... Worst like team last than year, Ben Carroll. Yeah, like, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't knock like one B for being. Like, oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Because people were arguing but, K to win it. Yeah. So, but at the same time, when Scotty won, when when Chet's helping you do what they're doing right yeah. now with the Thunder, like, you can't take that away. Like, you have to give credit where credit's due. Okay, so I'm gonna play a quick game. I'm gonna call it stay or drop. So I'm going to give you a vicinity, like a, an area over where the team currently is in the standings, if they're going to stay or drop, okay? The Orlando Magic are currently 16-7, and seven, one game behind first place, and they're half a game above the Sixers and the uh, Bucks. all right? Are they going to stay top four or drop to a playing spot? Or I'll give you the 5-6 five, five, six, six area. But you could even go drop as, as low as out of a playoff spot. I would say 5-6. Teams uh, behind you to help you? 5-6. Five six. So the teams behind them right now are the Bucks, Sixers, Pacers, Cavaliers, Knicks, Nets. Everyone except for one. <laughs> They're second no, place. No, I'm, I'm the teams that I think you could say you could go up, but yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, true. Everyone. They were second yeah, yeah. place, bro. I know yeah. who's behind them. Okay, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so what were you saying by the five, by the season end? Five six. So you're saying they'll drop out of the home playoff spot? Yeah, five six. 
Okay. After that, you'll be, will you be surprised if they go further down or no? No, but I'll say five, six, just because I got to respect what they're doing right now. Okay. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves are first. Every team is behind them, obviously. They're top four. You're saying top four for sure. Top four. So they're staying in the top four. Yeah. Okay. The OKC Thunder are one game above the Mavericks and the Lakers and the Nuggets. One and a half on the Kings. Um, Suns, Clippers, Warriors. They're too young. So are you saying top so four or they dropping the play-in spot? Five, six. So you're playing it safe. You're not even going to say play-in spot. No, I think they're still good. But I feel like, you know, the little bit of too much of the youth will get to them a little bit in the season where they might go on a little cold stretch that will drop them five, six. But I think their talent is there enough to keep them five, six. Okay, last one, couple. We're going to do the opposite. Stay or go up. Okay. okay. The, the Pistons State- are going up. Okay, no, I'm not going with that. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors are 11th place outside of a play-in spot. Yeah. They're currently one and a half behind the Pelicans. All right, I'm, I'm just going to answer your question. Play-in. Play-in? Yeah. They have, so they they have nothing, with, they're nothing without Curry. So I'm saying stay as in... No, no, Like My question is stay as in they're going to miss the playoffs? No, I say play-in. Like so they're going, so up, they're going up to the play-in spot. Yeah, like I still think they're enough. Like Curry will do enough for them. Yeah. But outside of Curry, they have nothing. Clippers are currently in a play-in spot. Are you going to stay in the play-in area, drop, or go up? They are gonna. They're one and a half behind stay. the playoff spot right now. They're they're gonna stay. Stay in a play-in spot. Actually, no, I don't. They're they're five six. They're five six. Okay, so right now, you're saying the Thunder dropped a plane or five six. Five six. So you have Timberwolves, Thunder, Mavericks, Nuggets, Lakers, Kings. So which team will drop to the plane then? For the Clippers. What? Because <laughs> you said, like, you're saying the t- Thunder is going to stay in the top six, right? Yeah. So, the t- their top six right now are Timberwolves, Thunder, Mavericks, Nuggets, Lakers, Kings. Which one of them is dropping for Kings. the Clippers? Kings? Yeah. Okay. Um, nothing for the East. Okay, very quick reactions from our, your team, especially who just played. They're bad. They're exactly what I expect them to be. Um, it's obviously going to show when you have lack of direction or, or um, I guess, an over-exaggerated plan or view of the team which is like if you're convinced that this team is a championship team with Siakam and Barnes and all these guys here and Fred Van Lee like from last year um, you're wrong and uh, we we saw it they didn't do anything to help change the team at all nothing happened at all so you're handing out fat contracts to players that are just good they're not they're nothing they're not amazing. number ones in a league though they're, they're not amazing like Pirtle doesn't deserve a twenty million contract. There's no from way. the Raptors. Yeah, and uh, there's no there's lack of direction. It was gonna happen. Like, everything that is expected is happening, and yeah. uh, you could tell. And I can't blame Darko fully because what does Darko really have to work with? Because Siakam was so good before Darko came in, so it's gonna be hard for him to adjust. I can understand why he's struggling. Obviously, Barnes are a different story because he's younger. This is a type of coach that needs young players, and he doesn't have enough of that. So at this point, are you in the mindset of you already saw it from Scotty? You're impressed. That's your mon positive from the year. Yeah. Um, trade Siakam, whatever the package of Hawks want to give that, you. Yes. Trade OG, <laughs> even though they're that saying they want to partner him. Well, OG I can still see because he's a little bit younger. But he's a unrestricted free agent. Yeah. So you're saying trade him, get the pieces, and just build around Scotty. You can't let him go for free. At yeah. the end of the day, right? Like I've mentioned this so many times before. I'm not going to say it again and blow my mind again yeah. off of this. But you can't let these guys go for free because. You let Leonard go for free. You let Kyle Lowry well, go for, go for free. So don't even mention him. But I'm saying what happened. He went for free. He right? got a championship. You lost him. But what happened when he's left for free? Uh, I'm not saying 
Like I'm saying, what happened? Though? Yeah, I know, like, but like, I, I feel like Kawhi is not a. You can't use Kawhi. I I've, I I'm just saying what happened, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. Like what, Kawhi what? left for free, Kyle Lowry left for free, Van Vliet left for free. Obviously, Kawhi is obviously the more exaggerated option. Yeah. But these you let top players go for free. Yeah. At the end of the day, Kawhi is a top player that you let go for free. <laughs> so okay, I don't want to argue this. I'm, I'm not arguing. That I I see your point, but I'm just trying to make like you guys are repeating the same mistake yeah. over and over. That's what My, that's the point I'm trying to make. Okay, by using Kawhi as I agree with everything. But yeah. Kawhi. The reason is you brought in Kawhi. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Rental. I know. I'm I'm not saying that. I okay. agree with you, but I'm just trying to make the point like emphasize yeah, the okay, point fine. that Fair. you're making the same mistake over and over yeah, and over again I got the, my, I'm playing devil's advocate yeah 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 obviously like, there's not no trade a guy if you're gonna yeah, yeah, the there's no need to argue for this because yeah. like I'm on your boat okay because no just, you said it that's yeah. why I'm just saying I'm just op- like emphasizing that point that you're making the same mistake yeah, and you again let and again and again go for free you let Abaka go for free exactly yeah so there's more players there that one again who was like a playoff push there but but honestly the main ones are the more recent the main ones are Kyle and Van Vliet yeah and possibly the two coming what up. you generally could have gotten something out of yeah me very quickly lakers already said um just carry on the momentum dark uh they're getting healthy vanderbilt's back um the defensively they're getting better uh hopefully that helps the rebounding uh darvin ham just figure out your coaching that's that's all it is that's i'm always Dar- that's darvin ham just has to figure your shit out and that's it outside of that just stay healthy we'll be fine uh we've clearly shown that when it comes to bigger games Labeled you performed, by the NBA. yeah, you perform. Yeah, they perform, and the playoffs last year as well, minus the conference finals. All right. Um, l- before we go to the uh, other leagues slash last NBA, to- uh, this is the last NBA topic. Um, they announced the inaugural All Tournament team. Four guys were unanimous with Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and LeBron James. The only guy that was not unanimous was Kevin Durant, who got seven votes. Uh, I think other players that got votes. They didn't say here, so I'm not going to bother looking at it. Yeah. But um, it was like guys like Miles Turner and stuff like that. And then one more last NBA topic. Uh, Zion Williamson wants to remain fat. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, okay. We were going to reaction. Yeah. That's the last reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's basically reports saying that he's not going to follow uh, his team's diet plan or anything like that. But the, biggest the only thing I could see, the, the only thing I could see is uh, like if he has his own personal nutrition or thing he wants to follow. Yeah, but like that's not reported. So, so what I'm taking away from this report is that he is just being a full-blown idiot and doesn't want to take care of his health. Take it further. Stephen Smith came out and said like the chefs and everybody in New Orleans are happy because this guy will eat the dinner table essentially. <laughs> so I don't know, man. He's like obviously he ain't like doing what Jamarco Russell's doing. Cause clearly he's still balling out. Like right? he's still good. But the problem is you're gonna be the biggest what if because like you're gonna get hurt. You, Obviously, you're not the biggest talent. Like, you were a big talent coming out, but not to the uh, hypes of LeBron and Wemby were. But what you did in college was insane. You busted your shoe open. <laughs> That's how yeah. of a freak you are, right? But yeah, I mean, you're the you're going to be the biggest what if in NBA history that won't win a chip. And it's and your you, fault. And you got the money. It's your well. fault. Like, Derrick Rose wasn't his fault. It's genuinely Zion Williamson. Yeah, like, guys, because, like, like, what are you going to say if Zion comes out? We're going to report if Zion Williamson is injured. Like not surprised. I'm not. I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm not gonna feel as bad because you're asking for it now. Like you're looking at, at guys rate. like Derrick Rose, Anthony Davis to a certain degree, Brandon Roy. Like yeah, uh-huh. I feel bad for these guys keep getting hurt. Like or like just someone like yo shit that sucks. Yeah, I can't say that for Zion anymore because like you're asking for it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's just get off. Uh, we'll talk about more. Uh, more more news comes out possibly later because they're in a playing spot and they're doing fine. Yeah. Like, like, Bi is one of the underrated players in the league. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right um, Bronny James 
officially made his debut for USC coming off the bench, dropped four points, I think three rebounds, two assists. But the main thing is he looked like his dad by doing a chase down block. LeBron <laughs> James Jr. LeBron James chase down block. Um, okay, we'll react to the NFL soon because something crazy happened. We're watching, watching Monday Night football. football on the background. Um, but yeah, um, I don't even care how much he played or if he had he just ran for cardio. The fact that he's back on the court, I don't even care about his draft status. I, I'm not even going to talk about, you know, should teams get him because of LeBron because I think that's just disingenuous to the kid, let alone... Yeah, yeah. but thing. like what you're talking about... him just coming on the court after what had happened is great. Uh, keep it... Hopefully it continues. You're healthy, you li- bro. Like you live that, the dream. You're healthy. That's the number one thing, yeah. right? Like you're healthy. You're playing the game you love. You did a chase down um, block like that. You Holy have shit. more points than your dad in the college. college, so you have something to brag about there as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like genuinely, like it's just good to see you on the court, basically. Yeah. Last thing, WNBA very quickly uh, did a, their draft lottery, and this is arguably gonna be the biggest WNBA draft we've watched. Yeah. Right. Um, because names like Caitlin Clark. Paige Beckers, Aaliyah Edwards, Angel Reese, Cameron Brink are going to be in this draft if they all declare. Haley Van Litt as well. Yes, I believe. So like this is this is probably the best draft class. This March Madness will be insane. Yeah. So the winner is Indiana Fever, who is projected to get currently based on ESPN, and I agree with it, Caitlin Clark. The only way I think I understand Paige Beckers because uh, of the injury, people forgot about her probably, and I think she'll be second. That's just me. But um, I think Kaelin, the only way Kaelin Clark will not get first is if she just falls off or is extremely hurt or something. So not banking on that. So Kaelin Clark is arguably number one. Number two, according to ESPN, is currently Cameron Brink, who's killing it for Stanford, and I think they won it one year. And then obviously number three is Paige Buckets, and then probably four or five are Leah Edwards or Angel Reese or whoever, right? Um, Obviously, you're you're on the bandwagon of Paige now, like that. She should arguably could be number one. Um, Bro, like two years ago, um, we saw what she did in her freshman year. Yeah, and then we saw what she did in her sophomore year, right? Yeah, uh, freshman year she broke records. She even beat Caitlin Clark to a head and a head-to-head matchup. Yeah, uh, in the sophomore year she helped take the team to the the finals and lost to South Carolina. Earlier, yeah. Boston. Yeah, but no. Okay, yeah. And then obviously with Caitlin Clark helping take her team to the finals this yeah. year, obviously he's gonna he's gonna put Caitlin Clark ahead. Like I'm not arguing about Caitlin Clark what she did, but I'm just saying like I just felt like we forgot what like we seen from Paige Beckers because we haven't seen her. In oh a, yeah, no, in a year. I think Paige is gonna go second. I I, I cannot just like Caitlin Clark's a triple. She could st- I think she could still go first. I'm not saying Caitlin Clark's a lock at number one, and I'm not I'm not saying anyone's a lock at number one. I'm not saying Paige is gonna go number one. Like yeah. I could see those two go number one. I have no issues with it. Yeah. Like you're gonna get better. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like. But. Um, I just feel like we've forgotten what. Like Paige could do. Yeah, we just forgotten what she could do. Well, no, I think she's already came out, and I think has one of the younger girls in U and UConn history, probably by by UConn. I mean the Connecticut University, um, beating Maya Moore. But I I still think I think if I'm gonna go with it, I'm seventy percent sure it will be pay, um Caitlin Clark and her teaming up with Elia Boston, who had a great rookie year is going to be insane especially with her playmaking abilities um, yeah. as well so it's going to be crazy so I think it, LA, it, it, LA might get a superstar in uh, Paige Beckers though yeah that's she, true she's number two, no number two but right now there's in Cameron Brink obviously and yeah, number yeah. three is Phoenix Mercury carrying on Diana Taurasi's legacy yeah um, so some, at the end of the day these top three teams are guaranteed to get better with whoever they pick yeah um but at the same time, I feel like the fever, it might not just be who's a better talent. 
because they're both so equally good. Yeah. It might just be who fits better with Aaliyah Boston <laughs> yeah. at this rate. Um, all right. Let's uh, move on to NHL very quickly as well. Uh, let's just go with the uh, Canucks. They finally won two in a row. So their 500 yeah. streak is over <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, other. they haven't really fallen off fully. No. Like the that people right Right, there's they haven't been they haven't gone. They've done very well to not go on a losing streak. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say here, right? They they lose one, they bounce back, right? And that obviously the pattern since the Toronto Maple Leafs game was like win loss win loss loss uh, loss win loss win. I think you the highest is two losses in a row, which was like the Philly one and then the one there was one. Yeah, so they're like they were at the beginning. Yeah. Um. Nothing much to say about that. We'll react to it more on Sunday. We're hoping to get a guest on for the NHL soon, but um. Overall, though, uh, uh, Oilers are on a seven-game win streak, so it looks like they're going to be in a playoff spot now. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, revived. Co- they're, I think what's being proven as fiery coaches early, like imagine if the Canucks fired Green and Boudreaux early, we could have probably yeah. gotten a playoff spot because obviously the Wild ended up losing two in a row, but the John Hines bump gave him a four-game win streak, uh, obviously ultimately losing to the Canucks first. If you're looking at standings in general, uh, Anaheim dropped tremendously um chicago and sanos are fighting back and forth but the biggest one is ottawa's last place but they're eight games about like six to eight games in, in hand. hand yeah so it's in, they're 500 and the gap between like these guys are like wow like the last place team in the conference is only like eight points behind the second wildcard spot yeah which is just which tells you how crazy the eastern conference is as you react to the Tennessee Titans turn over the ball because you're just staring. Oh, it's a turnover. Okay, I'm like, did they get another touchdown? Yeah. Okay. Um, before we get to the NFL, because I'm focused on this. Um, that being said, let's go to boxing very quickly. There's nothing much. Oh, I think the sorry. Last thing I want to say is uh, Carolina Hurricanes are struggling very much. Ah, the goalies. Yeah, that's the biggest issue right now. Uh, Devin Haney, a dominant performance. We didn't get to watch the fight because we had our own soccer game. Uh, but a dominant performance against Regis progress from what I read and saw. And um, I think they're trying to make a Devin Haney versus Teofimo Lopez fight happen. Uh, by happen, I mean, I'm not saying they're calling each other out. I'm saying uh, the promoters or whatever, yeah, the analysts yeah. are saying. And I agree with it, with how Haney performed, or Haney performed, obviously, especially with the Lomachenko redemption, because that was like a questionable win for Haney but yeah so congrats with that the big fights this weekend UFC hopefully we get to watch it uh, main event especially and uh, well, if you care about it Jake Paul versus Andre August is the other big boxing yeah. fight uh, Heisman before we get to the NFL the Heisman winners announced not a surprise after reading the stats and Joven being in shock with those stats it's Jaden Daniels of LSU um, I don't know. I don't think he's draft eligible or he's d- draft eligible this year. So I think he'll be back next year. So can LSU make a run at a playoff with a 12 team format? So yeah. <laughs> let's see how it goes with that. Jordan Travis got robbed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with that logic, obviously he got robbed in that sense. But uh, let's go. Let's go NFL. Let's go Thursday night football. Or do you want to start with the big game with Sunday night football? We'll go Thursday Night Football quickly. And the um, controversy in the other Thursday Night Games because the other games we watched were live as well. Other games, yeah. But Thursday Night Football, um, it was way better than I expected to be. Yeah. Obviously, Bailey Zappi the first Patriot quarterback or in a while, in a long time, to have three Brady. passing touchdowns by a half. Right? So, obviously, since Brady, Brady. Since Brady. And, uh, yeah, the Steelers are just choked. Their first team in a 
long time or ever. I don't know what it is, but let's just say ever, just because um, to lose to two two win to lose back to back games against two win teams and the Arizona Cardinals and the Patriots. So yeah, I mean, shout out. I guess you didn't give us the snooze fest that we expected it to be. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. There's an end of the game on for this, but uh, with the ref getting knocked out. But yeah, no, same. N- nothing much to add. And it's a touchdown. Green Bay needs a win here. Uh, okay. Uh, before we get distracted, <laughs> we already got distracted. I know. Uh, there's no football. Yeah, I agree with you. Nothing much to say to it. It's everybody thought it was gonna be like a three-zero game, like us kind of. But speaking of a three-zero game, uh, there was actually we a actually got game. a three-zero game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but it was the Raiders versus the. Uh, Vikings, Vikings getting a late field goal to win it. Uh, yeah, it was like a punt fest. I think it was a missed field goal. It wasn't as bad as the other one was. That was zero zero for a bit. I think the, the Texans, Texans and Jets in the first half. Yeah, but yeah, nothing much to say. My Vikings are obviously t- they needed that win and they got that win. Yeah. So congrats to them. Joshua Dodds might not be their starting quarterback next week. Who knows? It might be Jerry uh, Hall or whoever. Yeah, but there's question marks there. For, right. Well, the Dodge, the Dodge. The Dobbs story has fallen off very quickly now. <laughs> All right, let's go to the big story, though. Um, the biggest game that we declared game of the week was the NFC East. Uh, Eagles, matchup. Cowboys. Yeah, and the Cowboys cooked. And the standings have changed. The Philadelphia, <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles are the fifth seed. And the Dallas Cowboys are the two seed. And the new number one seed is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, who've been on? Who, who, like I said, they're back. But yeah, no Cowboys. Um, I expected them to win, obviously. Like, and they did. Uh, they've won, I think, six straight home games against the Eagles now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, props to them. Like everything is like what, like like I said before, everything since the Niners game has been cooking. Um, McCarthy's play calling has been good. Pascal's been playing at an MVP level. CD Lamb is playing like a top five wide receiver, and. Uh, Tony Pollard's back into that action as well a little bit and being involved in the run game a little bit more. But yeah, um, Kellen, Mike McCarthy's not an issue like how we kind of question mark. Yeah. He, he's answering our questions. Dak MVP? Sure. And uh, no, Dak it's Tyreek Hill. Okay, is Dak the MVP from among quarterbacks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's still Tyreek Hill. I'm not saying that. I agree with Tyreek Hill. I think it should be him this year. Um, or CMT because unfortunately Tyreek Hill got her in this I think game. he came back though okay so then Eagles then kill. Uh, Eagles this is what I kind of was scared of they started off hot in that tough schedule and they ended off very cool now they're 3-2 and two in that schedule so the two losses were the big losses in their own division that conference, in conference. Yeah, yeah. so this is what I was scared of from the Eagles when we saw that like, but when you think about when it when they were winning games you still have cause for concern because when they beat the Bills we're like okay you're expected to beat the Bills when they beat the Chiefs especially this year's Chiefs we expected to beat the Chiefs. And then, obviously, who did they start off against? Oh, I don't remember. Because um, they start off three in a row in that stretch. I forgot who the first team they played before the Chiefs. Cowboys. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys, yeah. So, the first Cowboys game, obviously, you're home, so it's going to go to you. Yeah. But when you talk about the teams right now, like the Niners and the Cowboys, these are the, the best teams in football. Yeah. Right? And you lost them. Whereas the Chiefs and Bills, they're not the same teams as the they were last year or the years before especially the Chiefs yeah so yeah they're in trouble man um, this is what I was scared of and it's actually happening now um, they have question marks obviously had a shackle Leonard I don't know how much he's gonna help 
once he gets acclimated to things, you obviously played a like, little bit. I'm not gonna say like you're done or anything. Like you're still gonna Steichen's a loss. Yeah, you you still gotta figure it out. And obviously, like we can't say you're done or like yeah, we're we're genuinely scared for you or fear for you because you lost to good teams, right? There's no there's no issue with that. It's not like you lost to like how you lost to the Jets. We're like yo, what the what the hell just happened? Yeah. But at the same time, you're gonna face these teams in the playoffs, so you're gonna have to figure your shit out real quick, though. Cause uh, yeah, uh, mention the Chiefs. Let's talk about them. Chiefs uh, Bills. Bills must needed a w- big win. Got it. They got it. Yeah. But if you were a ref in that situation, what would you have done? Because there's two arguments in this case, right? One, it is a genuinely a rule. Yeah. Two, it doesn't get called much or consistently because according. It's kind of like the six second. Yeah, I saw some it. clips right throughout the day as well throughout yeah. the last um, Sunday night and like all of today and the Monday um, that like Kadarius Tony was lined up offside four times in that game. The last one got called. All right, they're saying there are people arguing that Von Miller was offside on the same play. Yeah, because apparently his helmet just barely on the line of scrimmage line. But the thing with the Kadarius Tony one is that I genuinely like I feel like that is clear. egregious. That was egregious. Yeah. Like. Like that could have not that should have been called. Yeah, I think it should have been called. Yeah, no, I, I But I do feel like the I get the argument, but I don't get why are this so animated. Like I oh my god, the Giants. Uh, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> um anyways, we will react to this game once it ends. But well, the Packers uh, might have a disappointing L here to the Giants. Yeah. Tommy but no, DeVito. Like, going back going back to the, the Chiefs here. I don't know why I, I I agree with Ryan Clark when he went on the Mac feature today. He said that like I I don't think he was as like Mahomes was mad at the refs as he showed it out to be. I think he was just more mad at Kadarius Tony, but he, he's being a good teammate and trying to defend him. So he 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 wanted a reason to yell at someone. It's the refs. So he, he did just it. let his frustration out. Because yeah. honestly, he's been I don't blame him. <laughs> and I don't blame him. Yes, but at the same time, um, you haven't been Mahomes either. So like the blame goes all around. But obviously. The main cause of but the main the, the main concern is the wide receiver group. Yeah, right. Like the main concern is like, not Patrick dude, Mahomes. Dude, Kadir's Tony's the one who caught the touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that was an like, insane play. I don't but know. No, if that's planned. also that's also like the main reason. That's also probably another reason why because like they scored on that play. Yeah, right. It's a different story if they're like okay, yeah, whatever. And it's Kadir's Tony like, time and time again with the drops. Yeah, he's been making some stuff. mistakes. So at the like I don't know what's going on. Like you. You can't blame the refs for this game. Yeah, you cannot blame the refs because you, especially you guys. Because you, you guys are not favored a lot. Too. You're not. Yeah, you also got favored a lot. That you're prior, and you're not yeah. the. You're not the same cheese. You're not the. You, you were supposed to lose this game. The Bills were the better team, in my opinion. Yeah, right. Like the Bills looked more threatening on offense every time. The time I watched the game from the Josh second half, Josh Allen had a performance. He, right, like I he, thought he was. Yes, I know. Like here. I know. Like the Bills didn't score enough. Don't yeah. be wrong, but every time I saw the Bills have the ball, I was like, okay. They made me like want to get me out of my seat type of thing, like because I get out of my seat for everything, like if whoever <laughs> scores. Yeah. But like, I'm gonna say like they convinced me like oh they might score in yeah. this possession. Whereas the Chiefs they kept on getting three and out or got like, one first down on the drive and get out again. So like they didn't convince me offensively, but the Bills did. Yeah. So in my opinion, the Bills were the better team and the better team won. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it. We'll talk more NFL for that one later. Indy. Indy. Quick goals. reaction. Uh, it was an ugly game. You deserve to lose. Still in a playoff spot. Still in a playoff spot. It was just one of those things where, like, um, it wasn't your day, but you also made so many mistakes, and you can't establish a run, and you couldn't not establish a run game at all. Yeah. And on the flip side, you couldn't stop the run, even when getting Grover Stewart back. And at the same time, you couldn't get to the quarterback. So credit to Jake Browning, credit to Cincy's O-line, and credit to um, Zach Taylor. 
rider. Yeah. Just, he's, he's not going to be fired now. I know for that. Oh, for yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five, seven, seven, and six teams. Two of them are in a playoff spot. Uh, eight and five Jags, eight and five Chiefs, eight and five Browns. So the Browns are So Colts and Texans still have a chance to division. They're a game. Well, I guess Colts. Say, but Colts if it's a three way tie, it could be. Depends. Right? It depends on division record. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chiefs are a game ahead of the Broncos now. The Broncos started one and five. The same Broncos that you and Nick Shuck laughed at <laughs> during that. Recording. And they deserve to be laughed at. And not anymore. But not anymore. We are. We got to deserve. At that time, we deserve to laugh at him. At this time, we des- we give him credit. Portland deserve- Sutton is also an underrated wide receiver. This he has been. It just he's been very good. I've been like yeah. very high on him. It's just that these last couple of years. I remember when I first saw him like a few years ago. I was like, "Yo, this guy's a stud." Yeah. And then, um, and then every year after that, I just see a report: Corlin Sutton's out for a year. Yeah. Corlin Sutton tore his ACL and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have a live reaction before we talk about the NFC playoff spot because it could be determined by this kick by Randy Bullock. Randy Bullock, I think former. They, Titans they cut kicker. Graham Gano. Two seconds. Randy left. Bullock was on the Titans, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's why I was a little confused. So I think Nick Folk, their current kicker, was a Patriot before. All right, let's see. This 37-yard attempt, this is live on the pod. Um, obviously, you guys can see Game-winning field goal. This will determine the playoff spot for the Packers. That's why we're going to wait for this. Here it goes. And it's good. Okay, so the Packers are now 6-7 and seven based on that. And uh, so the NFC side of things, there's also a lot of... It's the flip side. <laughs> They're all under 500. Yeah. To the point where the NFC South might get two teams. Yeah, they potentially right? could. The Detroit Lions have done a disappointing loss. We already know the Niners and the Cowboys are the lock of the top two. Like, at the end of the day, we, the top, we know the top three in the conference are the, the Niners, Cowboys, and Eagles. Yeah. Right? The Lions are just on their own category. They're they're good, but they're not shit like these six and seven teams. Yeah. But they're still good. Like, they're still nine and four. I believe that's a record, right? Nine yeah. and four or nine and five, nine and four. Nine and four. So Lions, yeah. Like they, at the end of the day, they are the fourth best team in that conference, and they're played like it, even though they were kind of bad. The they last were kind of bad the last couple of weeks, and after that, there's a dramatic fall off with all these six and seven teams. Yeah. So now with the Packers six and seven, so you have the Eagles. Obviously, you're not even going to talk about them because they're ten and three. So the second speeders, the win, the three nothing win, the Vikings are seven and six. Packers are now six and seven. So I don't know how it's gonna play out because it's not updated on score. Uh, six and seven Rams, Seahawks, Falcons, Saints, Bears are one game behind. So they can't even be counted out at this point with how crazy the season's been going. Six, they're five and eight. Yeah. The Giants are now five and eight. It's the Bears. The I'm Giants on. are now five. Let's and eight. go Bears. Make the playoffs. The Giants are now five and eight. I just want to put that out there. The Giants. Are five so they, and eight. I, you can't. Yeah, you could write them off, sure, but you can't say they have no chance anymore. Yeah, obviously. The teams that have no chance, the Panthers and the Patriots are already eliminated from playoff contention. Okay, yeah. The so, like, Cardinals are 3-10. and 10, yeah. If you want to... So... Yeah, so those three teams are out of the playoffs. Yeah. Every, um, every other team has a chance. It's going to be insane coming We could say wire. more AFC teams are out, too, because there's so many teams that are 7-6. and six, So, we could say the Chargers are done. We could say the Raiders are yeah. done. And we could say the Jets Chargers, are done. Chargers, by the way, fire Brandon Staley on Friday. Because I know you're not going to fire him on a short week. That's what Mike Tanyer also said. Yeah. He's getting fired on Friday. Especially yeah. if the Raiders <laughs> If they lose, yeah. Um... Yeah, I know, like, both sides, a playoff race, whatever way you want to look at it, garbage or not, it's... It's close. It's a weird season, but uh, we're seeing something... It's close, at the end of the day. It, it may not... It may be close in different ways. Yeah. For one being just more... Be- one being just way better than the other. Yeah. But it's close. Trevor, like, right now, like, the Dolphins need to win this game to 
have a chance at the top wild card. Sorry, the top. The top seed. Top seed in general. Honestly, they could. And afford, they're only a touchdown up. They so could they, afford to lose this one. Yeah. But, but the they play the Ravens, right? Yeah. That's the thing. So if they beat the Ravens, they're gonna be had the Ravens with the same record. All right, uh, we'll close it out there. We'll see. We'll let you know what the final score of this Monday Night Football game left is with Dolphins Titans. Uh, but one thing I want to say: Trevor Lawrence is back after that injury. That's wild. <laughs> and he obviously had. A they lost, game. obviously, but like he still looks. He looked fine at yeah. the same time. But yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens from the Jaguars here. But like, yeah, this. Playoff picture is Insane. wild, especially in the AFC. We have about four games remaining, so, so every game counts. Yeah, from All here right. on out. Let's go to soccer. Except uh, for the Panthers games. Soccer, we have some couple of big news. We're gonna talk about two things mainly. We'll get the reactions out of the way. Um, Liverpool is now leading the league after Arsenal lost to Aston Villa, who's now third place. Man That's City wild. ended their winless streak, and, and United got their ass kicked. Yes, um, and Tottenham kicked. Newcastle. So every sports team, like sport, has something weird going on. And this has been a weird Premier League season as well because no one team has taken over. Like yeah. last year, how Arsenal, how was it early on, and then City eventually winning it. Yeah. Um. This year, the fact that Man United is so bad and they're like what three points off or six points off of third, fourth. Yeah. Like you will never think that. Yeah. One thing I want to f- last thing with the NFL, Drake may um declare for the draft. Yeah. So we have a first quarterback entry in the draft. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, back to back to soccer. Yeah. And then to finish off the EPL side of things, it's yeah, it's been insane. We don't know what's what's going on there. Um, and uh, you have uh, the La Liga, Girona beating Barcelona, and they're back in first place, uh, taking over from Real Madrid. Barcelona again. dropped to fourth. fourth. And Atletico's ahead of them with a game in hand. So. It's it's going crazy. So that's our reactions for right now. Um, but two major things we got we got with the Champions League. But before we get to the, we'll end off in the Champions League. But uh, Copa America draw, uh, Argentina, sorry, not Argentina. Uh, Copa America draw. It's happening this it's summer. Out, yeah. We're gonna have Copa America, Euros, the Women's Olympics, and the Olympics in general. So there's gonna be a lot of soccer in the summer. Yeah. So Group A, we'll finish off in that. Group B, Mexico, Ecuador, Venezuela, Jamaica. Group C, United States, Uruguay, Panama, Bolivia. Group D, Brazil, Colombia, Paraguay, and the winner of Costa Rica, Honduras because of that playoff thing. Group A is Argentina, Peru, Chile, and the winner of Canada or Trinidad, Tobago. Which is very tough as is. And on paper, like, yes, that's the toughest group, obviously. So Canada kind of made it more difficult with themselves losing to Jamaica. But we all know Argentina is going to get out of that group. Chile is old now, but they're experienced. When you're when you're old, you're experienced. So we'll see what happens with Chile there. So is it? This is probably last hurrah, if anything. But I think it might be too late in general. Peru is decent, but they might not be. They're not good right now. They're not that good right now. But like, if you saw Peru like in the 2018 World Cup, they were pretty decent. And obviously in the last Copa, I think they were okay. Canada so on paper. Canada should get out of this group. On paper, if, Canada also has to beat Trinidad and Tobago. Yes. So <laughs> on paper, we're saying anything on paper as a tie, DeAndre Hopkins makes a big reception here. Um, Canada should get out of this group. And yes, on paper, they should beat Trinidad. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. I still think Canada is the second best team in CONCACAF on paper. Again, I think they're better than Mexico. Because Mexico struggled themselves in this. There's as well. one issue. Yeah. The game is played on grass. 
Okay. Either way, because um, I, I saw this thing. I saw this quote from like Fernando Santos saying that on paper we're the best, but the issue is the game is played on grass. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Um, with Canada, get in because. I don't even care. I know you guys aren't going to win this. I think you could get, yeah, you should you guys get out of this group for sure. And uh, that being said, we'll react to this at the end. So I'm not, I don't want yeah, to yeah. it. So let's um, the, comp, the competition level. You're not going to face this competition to prep for a World Cup because you're broke. Yeah, exactly. Literally, you're broke. You Yes, do you want to try to go win on Copa America and coach that way? 100%. But how, how is the best experience? To be in that experience of a World Cup. You're hosting. You ain't trying to. Ever since the La- Jamaica game where he qualified at the Ocho, the moral victory aside from Belgium has been shit since. It hasn't right? been good, yeah. Right? And uh, the moral victory meaning they should have won that Belgium game but lost one nothing. But outside of after that, it's been a shit show. Go out there and do something. Get in. Show that you're actually worth it. I don't know how Mauro Bello is, if he's going to be the coach or not. I don't think he's the guy based on how this Jamaica game ended up going. Exactly. I don't know who your guy is. I see Peter Galindo tweeting and uh, sir, uh, um, Alex Ganji Ruzik tweeting about guys in the CPL that should give, be given an opportunity or MLS to give me an opportunity. I'm fine with that. But get in in March. Get in. You already know who you're playing. And, dude, if you don't get in, man, oh, man, you guys are screwed for the World Cup. I don't give a shit. Like, it's you mandatory. Don't have, you don't have this backing from your... Like, as a player... Show some pride. Show some. Show some fight, like how the woman did, who qualified when their backs were against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just genuinely, like at the end of the day, your highlight's gonna be the ocho. Yeah. Do you want to be known for being the team just qualified, or do you want to be known for a team that's actually competing? You guys were known as like the dark horse, not to win the World Cup, but like a team that to watch out for in the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. And you're nothing like that at yeah. this current moment. So um, show some pride and don't be, uh, you know, uh. A little, yeah. <laughs> a little, yeah. <laughs> Great analysis, Jobin Ugra. <laughs> uh, last off, let's just end off the Champions League. Um, so getting to the groups, we'll finish off with Group F. But Group A, uh, Bayern are through. Man United have a chance, surprisingly. They have to be Bayern Munich and hope for a draw between Galatasaray and Copenhagen. Those two things must happen for Man Must United happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think one of them could happen. But I think Galatasaray will get through. With the, they'll be Copenhagen. The That's most united say. thing that will happen, yeah, I I do agree. I think Galatasaray will get through. But the most united thing is that will happen is that they actually do tie Galatasaray and Copenhagen, but United just blow it by Somehow. losing because they blew the last like, two games. They blow it by losing like uh like how the Champions League are going like in the last minute where like yeah. they could just concede. Arsenal, PSV, I think are already through. The one to watch out for Group B is Sevilla is fourth place with no wins. And uh, that's going to be funny because Sevilla wants a Europa League spot and they're usually a guaranteed win in the Europa League. Yes. I think the only time they lost was West Ham, which was hilarious. But That's wild. Yeah. Um, group C, Real Madrid uh, is through. I think Napoli has to win to go through or draw. Uh, that's it. Real Sociedad, Inter Milan already in. So they're probably going for ranking purposes there. Um, Atletico Madrid and Lazio already through. Uh, end off on Group F. Uh, City, I think they're the only undefeated team in terms of like 15 out of 15 points. Um, yeah. And Leipzig already through. Barca's through. And then it's between Porto and Shakhtar. Who, I believe, play each other. So, whoever wins that or if Porto gets to draw, they're through. So, there's some match day six games to look so forward to. So, going to end off in Group F still. And the most important ones are right here. Borussia Dortmund's already through. P- 
PSG 7 points, Newcastle 5 points, AC Milan 5 points. Living up to the hype of the group of death. You predicted Newcastle Dortmund. I predicted Dortmund PSG. I'm still going to stick to that prediction. Yeah, and honestly, that's fair. I went with the underdogs more um, just because for because of Newcastle. But the way that Newcastle been recently, I don't think they're going to do much. But at the end of the day, some teams will perform better in Champions League than they do in the Premier League. So we'll see if that's the case for them because they performed pretty decently in the Champions League here. Listen. Um, they get a draw. PSG gets a draw and Newcastle wins. I think because of the head-to-head there, Newcastle will go through. Yeah. So they have multiple options. It's not because like, oh, they need a PSG loss. So then if I'm... If I'm, if I'm Newcastle also, needs to win, for sure. If I'm Galatasaray and Copenhagen and if I'm Newcastle or AC Milan and you're like tied in the 89th minute, just make it back and forth soccer. Yeah. Right? Don't like... There's no point in defending. Yeah. <laughs> at this rate. Like, you're, you're going to need a goal. Yeah, um, so that's the update there. I mean, technically, we'll get some of these because we're dropping this after the game, the first Tuesday games. Yeah. Because it is on a Tuesday um, because of tech issues, if you guys missed that part. But yeah, um, that's the Champions League update. Um, we're not going to sit here and wait for this two minutes. Yeah, there's, a lot, there's a lot, still a lot of time left. Yeah. But if you guys made it to the end of the video, subscribe. We give you guys daily sports content. And, uh, Challenge try videos to, are back. Yeah, we try to give you daily sports content. And, uh, Took a little break here just because Joven has exams. So, yeah. And I don't know how to but edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate you guys' support recently. Obviously, you guys are helping us out. The jump from 200 to 229 at the yeah, moment. And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll appreciate more if you're a new viewer here and made it to end of the video. Just subscribe. hit that subscribe button to help us out. Uh, follow our socials for any updates, all our reels and stuff there. Um, Like today's, you could have found out from Instagram and TikTok or on Twitter that um we will get uh, that we were delayed yeah right? and YouTube community and post uh, uh, speaking of that the Titans might upset the giant uh, the, the Dolphins, Dolphins as well so but uh yeah no we appreciate everybody watching once again and uh, we'll also one more thing yeah look out for the pin comment below we'd like to get your thoughts it's gonna be something about Otani so we're gonna try doing more pin comments for all these videos all their shorts so we appreciate if you guys comment Just we want to hear you guys thoughts as well because sports is the type of thing like Everyone has a different opinion. A lot of subjective. A lot of, lot of uh, perspectives on sports, right? A lot so, of opinions. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no. Once again, just like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.